a ring and I'm by a thread. I know. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to the Jews. We've been recording Welcome for 17 straight hours, um, roughly, give or take yeah. 10 hours. We are um, hanging on by a thread, but we are persevering because we love this podcast, yeah. even when it doesn't love us back. Well, and why do we have to record two today? Because of me. Yeah. <laughs> Because I am traveling for a full week, and so we had to record two in one day, which I know a lot of people do. Like, a lot of people record multiple in one day. I don't know how they do it. Yeah, full-time podcasters. Yeah, that's true. We also work full-time. Yeah. So, um, we're struggling. Yeah. We're here, though, and that is what matters. And you know what? Despite us struggling, it's going to be a dope episode. It is going to be a dope episode. Yeah. We actually tried to record it a while back and failed because of a tech issue. If I think that's kind of our je ne sais quoi, is like tech issues. You know, that's our aesthetic. What? <laughs> <laughs> our thing is like having a little tech issue. It's kind of like we're like that quirky girl. Oh, like, I, that's exactly what I was going to say. I'm like, ooh, you're like quirky. I'm like, like quirky. I'm not like other girls. I'm not oh. like other girls. I just have like a lot of guy Barf. friends. And like okay, girls just. Now you're taking shots at a, a huge demographic of women right now. <laughs> you know, those girls that say they have a lot of guy friends and not a lot of girlfriends. Honestly, that, and that's though, what makes them unique and unlike any other girls. Yeah. They're like all the other girls that don't have a lot of girlfriends. Yeah. We're like that. It's like our thing. It's like just we're like a little broken, but we're fine and we're persevering. Yeah. I like went deep into my mind. And, uh, yeah, do I know any girls like that? <laughs> <laughs> the thought bubble. Yeah. A montage like, of I wonder women where they're life. at now. <laughs> Not hosting this podcast. Oh, yeah, hey, you know what? Way to bring us back. We're here. Um, whether we like it or not. Who are we? <laughs> We're the Juice Podcast. We are the Juice Podcast. I meant more so. Didn't you want to introduce us again? <laughs> you know how many times I'm going to say, should we start over on this podcast? No, no, A we're lot. not going to start over. We're not. We're here. I'm you... Savannah. That's it. <laughs> I knew this was a bad idea. That's it? I'm Savannah. I'm the content creator, founder of The Juice, uh, which is a Instagram account, website, now podcast. Um, yeah. Don't forget to leave us a review. We will send you our limited edition stickers. I think where that giveaway is about to wrap up. It's just a matter of when we run out of stickers. But um, we still have a little left, so we're going to do a batch, send them out. So if you can, leave a review, drop your Instagram handle, and we'll send you a limited edition sticker. Yes. And I'm Trent. Yeah. Who are you? Introduce <laughs> Yeah. The Juice Podcast. <laughs> when I said, and who are we? You're like, the juice. <laughs> so we, d- we do podcasts now. Yeah, exactly. Like, no form of, like... <laughs> Podcast! Yeah, there's no riffing back and forth. It's just going to be completely logi- logistical answers. Yes. Uh, my name's Trent. Um, I, again, me and Savannah started um, becoming friends, like, sometime last year, mm-hmm. but really started connecting about the podcast in, yeah. like, January. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have contributed to the Juice blog exactly one time. So many times. I said it in a different take that I I am I contribute every now and again. And she's like, oh, one every time. Every now and again. Oh, you contribute every now and again? She's an avid Juice contributor. No, I can, I've contributed once, which I hope will change. Yes. I, I think you should write, write more. more posts. I really do think you should write more. Thank you. I think a male perspective is needed. Always. Always. When has a male perspective not been needed? Not really? been needed. Spe- specifically a white male perspective. We actually need more of that. More white male perspective. I know that my my humor can come across as very dry sometimes, so I want to make it very clear I'm being extremely sarcastic. More. Um, absolutely. More. Let me mansplain some things yeah, to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, and uh, yeah, have a passion for pop culture, and we're here doing it. Here we are. We are here doing a podcast. This will be episode eight. 
If last episode seven. with Cedric was six, se- six this, so is, this seven. is seven. Yep. Okay, this is episode seven. Oh, we're almost at ten. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I think I said it in the last one. Our um, our analytics are surprisingly good. Um, yeah. I'm just as surprised as you are probably. I'm just... not. I think we're great. So it all. <laughs> I looked at those numbers and I was like, Are you guys sure? Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> so thank you to everyone that's listening. It's hugely yeah. su- uh, appreciated. Thank you for your yeah. support. And we got a lot of fun things to talk about. We today. did, but this you is... want to talk about weekend stuff? First? Oh, sure, sure, sure. Because sure, sure. in the last episode, we didn't get to talk about weekend stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, we did Cedric it. Was here. Yeah, my weekend was good. I told you I was sick. Basically, yeah. We were in our last recording. We saw that I was like on the cusp of being ill. Mm. Um, I think we all agree that mm. I was losing my mind. I, I am tired. I'm tired. <laughs> like I just couldn't function. And so I'm. I've since then come around and become better. But this weekend, I, and I feel like we should glorify this more. Like I did nothing. Friday and Saturday, I rested. I watched movies. I read the the book that we're all reading for our group. I'm like reading it. I spent some time just like on mm. walks. I did nothing for my job, for the yeah. juice, nothing. That's and good. it was sublime. Mm. Highly recommend doing nothing. It was great. See, I have heard people say stuff like that where they have a problem not doing something i don't have that issue i can you can easily actively not do anything enter the nothingness yes mm. very easily yeah okay. i uh i went to phoenix this weekend like i said oh yes jumping into my weekend and not to make it about me but like i went to phoenix yes i went to phoenix got some sun thank you yeah you look thank you lord super tan do i really no <laughs> okay you monster if we're going to talk about skin tone, okay. I literally can't talk. Yeah, I, if, if, if you were it held looks up, like I'm not wearing pants because they're white. Yeah, and if so, you were held up towards like a backlight, you would be translucent. You could see my lungs. <laughs> you know, you know those like, um, you know those sheets that teachers used to use to put up on an overhead and like <laughs> just use my body. <laughs> yeah, to that, slide. That's, li- that's literally you. Like they'd write it on, like write the lesson plan on this translucent piece shines. of paper. <laughs> I bet. Like Gen Z won't know what we're talking about. Yeah, because they've always had like iPads. Yeah, and iPads. The the clear paper with the marker that she had to like pre prepare yes. and then yeah. slide on. That's a throwback joke. Miss Connor science class. Mm. I remember that's how I you learned don't about know mitosis. What that is? Google it. Google it. Mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. Moving on. Wow. So you went to Arizona. <laughs> uh, I went to Arizona. Did you fly? Yeah, we did. And interesting flying experience. Mm. Uh, I told you a little bit about the story already. But, uh, you know, we're on a connecting flight and we stop in Burbank. And so because we're on a connecting flight, we just sit and wait for everybody to get off who's leaving and then everybody to get on who's coming. You on didn't get Phoenix. to experience the Burbank airport? No. Oh, Is it wild? Such a good airport. Oh, no. Okay. It's the best. It's my favorite airport. Weirdest, like Opinions? No, but just like, man, that airport, boy, no. I'll tell you what, you that's, can... a, that's a no. top 10 listen, airport listen, if you ask me. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> Let me tell you, if you have not been to the Burbank Airport, if you are in California and you live in L.A., do not fly out of LAX. Fly out of Burbank. Mm. It is a little bit more expensive, but you end up, if you live in the area, you save money on an Uber anyways. The cost is literally the same. Thanks, Mom. And it is just so, there's like four people in the airport at all times. Mm. Baggage claim, um, security, TSA is like five minutes. They have a, okay, I'm sorry, they just have great food. It's just, it's sublime. The experience, the coffee, the food, the small, it's just so good. That's great, man. I didn't know you had a part-time job at H&R Block. (laughs) Anyways, let me keep going with my story. Frequent flyer miles. Yeah, good lord. Okay, sorry, you had a connecting flight at Burbank that you didn't experience. Okay. No, no, we had an experience. So like we're, everybody gets off and then Mm -hmm. some more people are getting on. And so like, this is, it's not like, 
again, small things hit me funny. You know, either trigger me or trigger. they just yes, trigger. Yes, I'm mm-hmm. triggered. Um, and this was like a small trigger, but I'm just like I'm like sitting there, and it was like the first time that it wasn't like triggering to me, but I'm eating it up like popcorn. You know, I'm just like I'm I'm sitting here. I'm just like yes, more of this, more. And so this couple gets on, and they're a unique looking couple. You know, uh, mm-hmm. this girl. Uh, is wearing kind of like fishnet stockings, like long. You are combat. in Burbank, yeah, so. and mm-hmm. uh, no judgment, really, no judgment. Right, uh, fishnet stockings. She has like combat boots on, large like military um, green jacket on, you know. And she's pregnant, and uh, she her hair's dyed, so you know it looks. She has kind of like a hot topic yeah. vibe going yeah. on. Yeah, and her husband and I, I, they were married. I saw wedding rings. Um, looks just like a man child, you know, just like. He he looks grown, but was acting very much like a man child. Okay. So he uh he gets up there, and he's like, "Oh, I don't know, babe. I don't know. I don't think we're gonna be able to sit together. This is just ridiculous." And he's like talking so loud. I'm just like, "Dude, the whole plane can hear you." I'm like, "What are you doing?" So he's like, "Yeah, this is crazy. Yeah, I guess we're just gonna have to sit here." And so they pick, you know, two aisle seats that are you know facing each other so it's like they're sitting next to each other you they're, know they're both in the aisles yeah both okay. you know on opposite side mm-hmm, to each other mm-hmm. so they're sitting so close to each they're other they're simply just a row of nothingness yes, separating 100% them. and if you're watching on video the guy is literally just holding his head like this he's just like oh oh because he's not sitting with his he's wife not sitting next to his wife and listen we've all been in love sure you want to sit next to your boo on the flight yeah but if you can't just chill out man chill out chill and so he's just like, he stops an, a flight attendant. So like intense, like, excuse, excuse me, excuse me. And she's like trying to be pleasant. He goes, yes, can I, you know, can I help you? And he goes, uh, aren't couples supposed to be sitting next to each other on these flights? Which is not written. That's anywhere. not a thing. Uh, nope. Not written anywhere. Unless you pay extra or right. get up early and check in and get your seats right. 100%. next to each other. So not a thing. Um, and she goes, oh, you guys are sitting next to each other close enough, don't you think? And he goes, no, not at all. This is this is unacceptable. Why is he cronk from the impersonation? That's like my go-to impersonation oh, voice. No. Oh, no. Pull the lever, cronk. That's Wrong good. lever! <laughs> do you remember that? Yes, I do. Great movie, actually. Great movie. <gasps> um, so good. But yeah, he's just like unacceptable. So like, again, throwing a fit. <laughs> and so he like, as soon as the plane takes off, he just, without even looking, like, reaches out a hand <laughs> and, like, basically demands that his wife, like, grab his hand. So she grabs his hand like, oh, don't worry, honey, it's okay. Do you want some water, this, that, blah, 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 blah. And he's, like, so soft-spoken and, like, blah, 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 this. Do you, you think okay? he was, like, scared of flying? May- maybe. But, like. Even and, so. And you know what? Honestly, if I'm being honest with myself, I've needed a moment where my wife calms me down. Sure. And, like, is, like, my, my uh, uh, foundation, you know, just yeah. stabilizing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I needed that, you yeah. know? And there was a part of me in that moment where I was like, only a, a wife could do this for a husband, you right, know, like, right. a, or a, a significant other could do mm-hmm. this for a person. And so I was, I was like, I was in a really ethereal place in my mind. I was like, oh, well, like, what does this mean? Does everybody have somebody they can go to? And then five minutes after I have this ethereal thought, he's just like on Minecraft on his switch. And I'm just like, okay, dude, whatever. And she's Man like n- knitting, you know? And so anyway, the whole thing was just weird. And so we land. And he starts going like, so she's telling a story to him that only they can hear, you know, like, you know, quiet because there's people around. Right. And he goes, oh, White Claw? Oh, are you serious? He's drinking White Claw. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you're, like he's on the phone and you're only hearing his side of the conversation. Yes. And I'm like, everyone can hear you. He's like, why don't you just get him a little cigarette with that White Claw? <laughs> He 
sounds like a terrible time. And I'm like, oh my God, this guy is the worst. And so I started creating like a dark scenario in my mind where he's like playing video games 24-7, drinking Mountain Dew and like, Denise, I need my socks that I ordered you to crochet. Like just creating this horrible backstory in my mind. I'm just like, watch the Netflix backstory. Yeah, exactly. Like this guy's the worst anyway. Doesn't so. do anything. No. And I'm like, God, you are podcast fodder though. I was sitting there eating it up. I'm like, you have no idea. I do that all the time. Podcast. When something crazy happens, I'm always like, I'm bringing this to the podcast. 100%. Because yes, nothing, there's few things better than a good story. Yeah. But, but one of the things that is better is sharing it with yeah. hundreds of people. 100%. That, Thousands of people. Thousands of people. Millions even. Millions. Millions of people. (laughs) Thousands. Right. Thousands of people. So that was my weekend. And I got to meet some of my wife's family and stuff like that, which was really fun. Super. And you said you hadn't met these members of your family before. No, I hadn't met them before. And you guys have been married for? For four years. And so we're just, you know, uh, due to some interesting circumstances, you know, we haven't met all of uh, the family yet. So um, they're, you know, my wife's black for anybody who doesn't know. Uh, Shout out Fina. Number one. (laughs) And her her family obviously is then black. So I just, it was this funny interaction where I walk in and like, I'm white. And you know, there's an episode of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air that I referenced where, uh, you know, Aunt Vivian's sister comes into town and she's introducing her boyfriend to the family. And then everybody's like, oh, he's here, he's here. And then this black guy walks in and everybody's like, hey, brother, nice to meet you, blah, blah, blah. And like give him dabs and stuff like that. And then this white guy walks in behind him with the bags. And so Will hands him a 20. He's like, hey, brother, thank you so much for the, thanks so much for driving my, my aunt's boyfriend, blah, blah, blah. And then so the black guy's like, hey, so who's paying for the cab fare? And everybody's like, oh, wait, the white guy's your boyfriend? And they He's have this like, realization moment. And I'm like, that's me. That's me right now. But they knew you were white. They did. It was just funny because like, it was just very, it was a paradigm shift, you know, like we went yeah. to a black rodeo and like yeah. everybody there was black. There was a few, you know, white people there too, but it was just an interesting perspective because I know That's a lot of minorities funny. deal with that all the time. Yes. And you know, I've haven't really and ever had to deal the, with that. You were the white yeah. dude. Also black rodeos way better than regular rodeos. I would believe it's not hard to be better than a, a, a white rodeo. Yo, it's awful. Cotton Eye Joe is on Everything's repeat. better. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Why? I hate country music, so that's a big <gasps> red flag. Wait, wait. Okay, hold on. But do you hate country like today's country, like Luke Bryan? Or do yeah. You, or do you I hate mean, like Shania Twain? So I hate modern country, but okay. I really only like really old country, like Merle Haggard, Willie Nelson. Oh, good stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Like, Charlie Pride, Johnny yes, Cash. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. like all that old stuff. But in a black rodeo, there's hip-hop, R&B. Oh, that's so dope. So it's way better. 100, 100% better. I would, 10 out of 10, would recommend Are they doing rodeo. like the, like where you can ride the bull and everything? Well, too, they, on the side? so they have all different kinds of events. You know, okay. there's like, um, there's calf roping, there's barrel racing, there's bull riding, which I I have a, a storied past in the rodeo world because my dad was involved in the rodeo. Right. He rode bulls. That. And so he, my dad is a, is a gangster. So like he, he's had a lot of uh, rodeo experience and I used to hate going to him, but I realized it's because I hate country music. And then, you know, like, I don't know. It just country. I would love to go to a ride. black rodeo. It was dope. That would be so fun. 10 out of 10 re- would recommend. They have those here. We Probably. have line we have line dancing in California in California, but mm, I don't know if that's going to be the same as the South. Wait, line dancing. Yeah, but why would you go to something just for line dancing? Because I love line dancing. Okay, I you have to remember that I'm from Nashville. Yeah, born and raised. Yeah, we went to line dancing like when on like a Friday night in when Top Golf wasn't there. Yeah, we I'm did line still dancing. waiting for uh, modern entertainment to hit Nashville then. <laughs> Good lord. We're still waiting. One of these Hey, days. have you guys heard about this new thing called Netflix? It's the drive-in's the supposed to turn into an AMC really soon. Fingers oh, crossed. Is it really? Man, I'll tell you what. This new We're Hulu is so good. We're supposed to get elevators so very soon. Yeah. 
<laughs> anyway. I've heard you guys have electric cars. Can't wait for this to hit the scene. Um, and my weekend was great. <laughs> Thank you for asking. I did. We already covered oh. your weekend. <laughs> You know, while you were- We already covered your weekend. <laughs> You're so selfish. While, while you were talking, I was like, gosh, I don't know what to share about my weekend. Like, what? <laughs> we already covered your weekend. <laughs> the whole time you were talking, I was like, oh my gosh, I have nothing to share about my weekend. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, what a relief. Oh, man. Okay, so we have a really fun show today because we're Do really- we? Yeah, super fun. We're talking about uh, just like the tech world. Mm. You know, very tech savvy. Um, you are not tech savvy. I'm not very tech savvy. I want to make that very, very clear. Um, that's not something that I pretend to own. Yeah. I don't know anything about technology, but the world does fascinate me. And I wanted yeah. to talk about Elon Musk okay. and Dogecoin okay. today. Because I'm crypto very crypto in general. Crypto in general. Didn't you NFTs. NFTs, yeah. Do you know what those yeah. are? Non fungible tokens. Okay. I want I want to make one. I know it would it will turn to nothing. And I, I think most sure. NFTs will turn to nothing, but I'm very fascinated by the idea. Well, they could turn into something. Maybe we just jump in. Should we just jump in and talk about NFTs? Because I kind of right yeah. Sure. Let's do it. Because I here's my thing. I think that the world, um, our economy is changing. Okay. I don't I don't know enough to talk about it globally. Wow, you're so smart. <laughs> our economy is changing. Whoa. Listen. So I don't know enough about it to talk about the global economy, sure. but the um, you know, American economy, the North American economy. I do feel like I can kind of understand where we're headed, especially after the pandemic and people, uh, you know, unemployment and then wanting to save money, then spend money and yeah. there, there's supply and demand and there's thought of inflation happening and all this stuff happening. People are turning to crypto because yeah. it is controlled by the populace. Yeah. And it's something that more and more people have access to. I've started to look into it yeah. and hopefully invest in um at the right time, because I keep You missing. did not invest at the right I time. I didn't. I didn't. Can um, I tell you something? Can I just humble flex on you just for a second? What's your What's your doge at right okay, now? Okay, so back in like January or something, my friend's really into crypto, and so I'm getting the second hand. I've done some research now, but back then I had nothing yeah. under my belt. I invested $50 back in January. When it was valued at $0.03, cents, I now have $600 worth of doge. And that's what I said. I literally what's was like- What's doge at right now? Thirty-eight cents. Uh, no, no, no. Did it no. go down? No, it's it's. Oh, it's. I have five thirty. Sorry, it is at uh forty-seven. Forty-seven cents. Shoot, it's going up. Yep. You should I up. should I buy now or wait for it to go back down? I mean, it's dipping right now, so if anything, you should buy. Okay, buy low, sell high. Okay, maybe I'll do that when I get mm -hmm. home. Um, so that's more crypto, though. You were mentioning NFTs. Yes, sorry, but that what kind of goes is similar in that. The um the economy is changing, and we sure. are we are I think we are headed to a uh, a more um populist controlled economy because the um government controlled bank I don't know what you would call that but what what it's do like we call a, it's it? essentially a third party the third party yeah I think we're headed in a I think crypto and NFTs are just the start of yeah. Um, our shift in how we spend money. And I would not be surprised if in the next 30 years, uh, the U.S. dollar is completely gone and we are only crypto. Oh, or something I to that sort. That. Something to that sort. Well, do you know, okay, so do you know what blockchain is? Yes, because that's where when you create an NFT, it becomes part of the blockchain, right? No, not necessarily. So, like, so the best way I've heard it described is like, so you use Facebook and yep. you use Instagram. And that's like you're you are going to those sites and the technology is the Internet. Mm -hmm. So that's how you're using the Internet. Yeah. So like blockchain is a virtual ledger. So like um, 
I give you one Ethereum, you give me a thousand Dogecoin or whatever. That is that's recorded in a ledger, and that is what blockchain is. It's right. like it's an. It's Did I a, not say that right? I mean, wh- what you're essentially saying is like I can't remember what you said, but the, goes into the blockchain. It, yeah, like, it's basically just a record of what happens. Yeah. So when you create an NFT, it becomes part of that. Like it's in the blockchain now. It's now part of the. Yes. If, if you, that's what you're saying. Yes. So like when you exchange anything, mm-hmm, really, mm-hmm. not even just NFTs, but if you exchange anything, it goes into the blockchain. Yes. Yeah. Do you think that. Well, maybe you should describe what an NFT is because I know, but I'm not going to do a good job of okay. describing it because I know my weaknesses. Do okay. you want to describe? What I mean, an NFT I'm is? still a little fuzzy on it uh, in general, but like from what I understand, it's a non fungible token, like you said. So it's it's basically it's one of its own kind. So like yeah. it is non fungible, just means um, unique you in itself. You can't replicate it. Yeah, you can't. If you replicate can, the, uh, the replications will be. It's like a watermark. Yeah, essentially. So if, if you had a painting mm-hmm. and it was one of one hundred, and you got painting fourteen, that would be essentially a non fungible painting. Like you have number fourteen out of one hundred. Oh no 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 no! I think a non fungible token is like if you have a digital trading. It card. is digital. Yes. Right. It's digital. But if you have that digital trading card. You could screenshot that, but it would not be the same. The NFT gives value to the original yes. documentation. Yeah. So if I wrote, and I think New York Times came out with one where they actually made an article and sold it, but like if I wrote a juice article, then turned that article into an NFT, yeah, anyone could read it, yeah. but whoever owns that article yeah. owns the original article. Yeah. Even if you copied that article and created new articles that said the same things, there is now intrinsic value on the original, original because yeah. we have now learned to put monetary value yeah, through an 100%. NFT. So, like, but it can be. It's not even just articles. It could be pictures. Yeah, any pictures, it trading could, cards. It, I know are big ones. It could be anything, really. Yeah. Any internet. Because honestly, this could a get, meme. Yeah, it could get. I mean, that's what happened with the the uh, one of the girls. So do you, this is kind of a, a dated meme, but I think it's the girl who. You know, there's a meme where this house is on fire and this girl's looking back like, yeah, she's with, like, like a smile. That girl sold that meme for $200,000 that and as an NFT. Whoa. Yeah. Let me just verify that. But yeah. Some, but same, something where even though everyone could access it, someone will own that yeah. like you would own a painting yeah. and you could have Disaster copies girl. of it. And it's actually, yeah. it was actually sold for 500000 Half a million dollars. Yeah. Where you could have copies of that meme, similar to how you could have copies of a Van Gogh. But the original has value because socially we have put value yes, on it. Yes, and that That's goes so fascinating. that goes for anything to where like I was listening to another podcast, TMG, um, where one of the guys is like waiting for like NBA 2K NFTs to where like you can get specific outfits for your character, and like those are in the NFTs. forms of NFTs. Yes, That's cool. Yeah, and there tra- there's trading cards. Logan Paul actually. Yes, who is. We're not going to. Right. We have no we time. We won't go there. I, emotionally, I am tapped. Yeah. I cannot 100%. talk about the Paul brothers. But he sold in one day, created his own NFT. And this is, this is again, I was listening to some other guys talk to talk about this on another podcast. But um, they were saying that, like, in one day, he sold $5 million worth of NFTs. Because, like, he created a card that, you know, is distinctly his own. And he required people to pay through Ethereum. And like Ethereum, one Ethereum is worth 4K right now. And so that's what's wild about this whole thing is like, and this gets into this whole I like conversation and like it like people call it like high thoughts where you're like, 
this is only thoughts that you would have if you were like high. But like, what what monitor, what value does money have? It only has a value that we place. We put on it. Yeah, yeah. it's a social construct. Yeah, hundred really. percent. And it's rooted. Well, mon- like the U.S. dollar is rooted in trust. We trust yeah. each other that this will be Isn't the value. It, and it's backed in gold, right? Still, or I don't believe it used to be back used, in gold. I don't think it is anymore. Okay. Yeah, I think they stopped that because the value of gold was fluctuating yeah, so yeah, much yeah, yeah, yeah. i could be wrong but i it used yeah, to I'm be getting it, into gray area there but it know. did used to be yeah backed by gold yeah so anyway so like with this whole so and again bitcoin was created for the purpose of like there not being a third party involved so like yes. that's how bitcoin was incepted so like hey this we're creating this blockchain this virtual ledger just to make sure everything is recorded and there's a limited number of bitcoin correct? yes correct there is not a limited number of Dogecoin. Correct. It can. It's like it is more like the U.S. dollar in that you can pump more of them into it. Correct. Got it. And again, that's why it's having a hard time, like standing up on its own two legs. Right. Because yeah. it's being it's fluctuating with the dollar. Yeah, hundred percent. So, anyway, uh, yeah, Bitcoin was created so that there wouldn't have to be a third party involved in like a a transaction between two people. So, like, if you I wanted to trade you goods and services for your boat or whatever you could give that to me like if i if i cleaned your house you would give uh-huh. me cash there's no government involved in that right or there's no third party involved in that so that's why blockchain was created so it could just be it's like the wild wild west on the internet yes, yes. okay that makes sense and i think i think we are headed to that because especially over the last few years mm-hmm. we have seen a divide between government and its people that it governs and yeah. there is this kind of like uh stick it to the man mentality that's yeah. t- and we saw it with um GameStop yep. and a lot of young people no go, going in knowing they were probably going to lose a lot of money in the end going in and investing just to yeah. stick it to the hedge fund managers yeah. and that mentality was is just the tip of the iceberg in terms totally. of where we're headed economically I'm just thinking like what does that mean like when we how would people get paid for their jobs? Yeah. Like, so and again, this crazy. is this is what's wild too. Like I was having this conversation just today. Sorry if you are bored by technology conversation. Sorry about this. I'm but trying to make it. Yeah. To where mass I'm trying to interpret it again because I'm very into it, but I'm still learning. Yeah. Yeah. But I do have because of growing up with a financier as a dad like i do have an yeah. understanding of this that i think some people might well, not and have honestly, and i'm trying to interpret well and it's important too like it is. even it's if really you're not important. fascinated by technology i am but like it's applicable now like i would not the future is now it. people yeah. <laughs> yeah um it's very critical but here's what's so wild too this is what i was just i was literally just having a conversation about this today um so biden came out recently and said something crazy like uh 80% taxed on cryptocurrency. Like we're going to tax 80%, which is wild. You know, right. I don't think that's ever going to happen. But here's what's crazy about it is after looking into it um, a little bit, and maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm completely off base because I don't want to spout everything that I say is fact. But the way I understand like blockchain and cryptocurrency and all this stuff and blockchain being the technology, the blockchain was created, blockchain technology was created so that there wouldn't have to be any third party involved it's right. between two people. Mm-hmm. So taking out the middleman. Yes. Yeah. So essentially, if I have all this Ethereum, whether that's by buying it or whether that's me mining for it, which we could talk about mining if we want or not, but I have all this cryptocurrency, right? And I make it somehow. Like I I earn it, much like I earn money. Mm-hmm. Um how are you going to tax the people if you don't know they have it? Yeah. And so this is what's crazy. We just got done doing our taxes this year. Yep. And the tax is like, make sure you mark down all your crypto, which if you don't, there's no way. There's no way. The government could 
track you on that. Are you sure? Almost positive. Because I, so I've dabbled a little bit in like mining cryptocurrency and all that, all that mining is, is like you have hardware. I won't get into the boring side of it, but you have hardware. So you build a computer, you build a mining rig that validates records. So that's what the blockchain is. You basically go in and your hardware is going through this long list of transactions being like, yes, this happened. Yes, this happened. Yes, this happened. Boom. And by doing that, you will get cryptocurrency back. You will get by basically proofreading the ledger. Yes, for them. exactly, exactly. You get rewarded. Yes. for ch- being part of the checks and balances. Yes, system. because all of it is a community-based system. So if they're like, "Hey, if someone will proofread our ledger, we'll pay you." And for there's that. hundreds of pe- millions of people that do it. That's why. That's why. Honestly, so many. Again, some of this is boring, that's but that's why I didn't know that. Yeah, that's why technology prices are so high. That's why cars aren't being made right now. That's why TV prices are skyrocketing. I thought I read that cars. The price of cars yeah. was going up. I thought that was because uh, car rental places. They normally give their car rentals to, they sell them to lots, and they're not doing it right now because... That's because there's a worldwide semiconductor shortage because of uh, trade restrictions with China, because of a worldwide silicon shortage. There's, there's, so, so many things are affecting this. So, it trickles down into this mining territory to where, like, if I built this computer and I had it run processes all day long uh, for a month, you get something like, uh, the configuration that I was doing, you get like 120 bucks a month. But that's just with one graphics card. If I got wow. more graphics cards, it's like 500 bucks a month, you know, whatever. So 500 bucks a month times 12 is like, what, six grand or something like that? Wow. So that's yeah. six grand. Yeah. And all that I've had to do is give it my wallet code. And all that is is like you, you download like a virtual wallet and it gives you this long code and you plug it in to make sure they deposit in the right area. I don't, I, have, I don't have my email attached. I don't have my social security attached. I don't have any of these things that are identifiers. I could create a burner email. So what is the government going to do? I, again, I'm not saying anti-government or anything like that, but are they going to track down your wallet code and then right. try to attach a name and a figure too much, to this wallet too consu- time Yeah, there's consume. no way. Yeah. So the only wow. way they realistically could find it is be like, hey, by the way, mark down your cryptocurrency earnings on your taxes. It's wild. And would they tax those? Oh, yeah. It's earnable money. It's, it's literally wow. money. So essentially, if you have right now, at least the way it stands right now, again, I'm making bold claims that could be way off base, but the way it stands right now, pause. Okay. Anyways, you were saying. So sorry, I got, we forgot to set a timer on the camera. We're back though. Um, all I was saying with the wallet code and stuff like that is there's, um, there's no identifying factors. There's no way that the government is going to actually be able to track you down. So the only way they could do it is to tell you to, um, put it down on your taxes. And the way I see it right now is uh, cryptocurrency is basically untaxed money. Yeah. Like you have these resources that we have now given value to, whether that's Ethereum, Bitcoin, sure. XRP, whatever, uh, Dogecoin, that essentially has value. And that fluctuates with the price of that coin. So like if you invested like me at three cents and now it's worth 50 cents, you've already gone over 10 times what you've put in and so the obviously being ta- being money it should be taxable but there's no way that they're going to be there's no but way should it okay now i'm thinking about this like well now you get in the that goes in do the you tax the interest you make on an account and i know that's different between like that's you have a stocks, Roth or an ira or yeah our stocks are like um you tax you have the taxable interest that you make but sometimes you don't depending on the nature of the investment well okay so you win the lottery they tax that yeah, I guess you're right. So that so it's in its purest form, which is the lottery. You have essentially bought pennies worth of tickets, and you get millions back, and they're going to tax you on that. 
Yeah, which that, is the same thing as Bitcoin. It's the exact, I mean, there's there's more of a strategy and there's more, you know, mm-hmm. trading economics involved. But yeah, so you gain money through invisible forces. But they can't tax you on the Bitcoin, right? Yeah. It, it's only when you exchange it for your USD. Because otherwise, it wouldn't make sense because it'd be like this. If we suddenly decided that acorns Maybe, yeah. had monetary value and every acorn was worth $5, well, okay. then you could turn in your acorns to get the money. That you can tax. How are you going to tax acorns? You don't know how much acorn to tax is the percentage. Well, saying. It's a different commodity. I have, I have no idea, because then that starts to blend into the conversation a little bit of just like, if yes, it is taxable. Can the government tax more than one currency, basically? Yes, because here's why. In my mind, the way I see it, again, I'm no analyst or expert, okay. but here's how I see it. If businesses can accept it as a form of currency, yes, okay, then yeah, go. because, yeah. and that's what, that's the other wild part about this conversation is like, you know, some dealerships are taking Doge for like uh, car payments or like to put down payments on cars. Uh, some restaurants are taking it. So like, let's say, so right now, Dogecoin literally as as of today, Tuesday, May 18th, Dogecoin is worth 47 cents. You have 1,000 Dogecoin, okay? And you go to your, you go to your dealership and you're like, I want to buy a car. I put down 1,000 Dogecoin. So they take that Dogecoin because you have paid the, you have paid today's value. Mm-hmm in the car with dogecoin, dogecoin. Mm-hmm. tomorrow it shoots up to two dollars a dogecoin so then that businesses companies. are exceptionally smart for taking cryptocurrency because the value at this point in time we're in a bull market and it's only going up obviously yeah. they take a loss if, if it plummets but if they're smart at all they just swap it out and it, uh, a bull market if i'm correct like it, a bull market is one that is, goes up, uh, goes up, but even if it goes down, will immediately go back up. Like it kind of goes like yeah. it's a wave that goes up. Yeah. So it might go down a little, but it's yeah. down to go back up and profit on it. Yeah. Well, and especially for something like Dogecoin. So like everybody <sighs> expects right now, everybody expects the Dogecoin to hit a dollar eventually. And that's honestly what I'm expecting too. But like, who knows? Again, it was only 50 bucks. That's, that's my buy-in. Right. Um. So like you go in and buy a car with your Dogecoin and dealerships, restaurants, whatever, are sitting on this fifty cents of Dogecoin. It's going to double in value eventually. So then, then they, they just cash money. it out. Yeah. yeah, and so it's it's just wild the world that we're living in now, especially with all That's this cryptocurrency. Crazy. Yeah, that brings me to. I just have so many questions about Dogecoin. I'm going to get invested into it. I just. I mean, you're late they, at this point, but I don't think so. I think I'm later than I'd want to be, but I don't think I've missed. Sure. I don't think I've missed the train. I would say if you buy in now, you should dump it. Like ninety cents, really? Yeah. Oh yeah, because Cause I'm, I'm buying it so high. No, I'm just saying like the, the, even people in the community are like, "Hey, everybody, don't sell at a dollar." They're trying to keep people because they're from worried selling. people will dip out it's, at it's, a dollar. It's not even like a worried. It's almost like a guarantee. Like people are going to sell at a dollar because there's been people who have been investing for four years when it was half of a half of a cent. So then now, as soon as it hits a dollar, people are going to be cabajillionaires. Jeez. Okay, that brings me to my next topic. Okay, go ahead. Elon Musk. Yeah. Um, he hosted SNL recently. It was hilarious. Yep. Um, we were talking a little bit about him and how people were kind of mad at him for hosting SNL because he's so wealthy. But I kind of want to talk about, so when he hosted, originally Elon Musk tweeted about Dogecoin. It was like, Doge, sure. taking Doge to the moon. It's like, that's like a Reddit phrase for like making something go viral. and like No, it's not right. To the, like, to the moon is like to the moon doesn't mean viral. It means it's like the stock price is going up. 
But I've heard to the moon for other things. Like, let's take this to the moon, meaning like let's make this big. I'm just saying if you're re- if you're referencing crypto and you're saying to the moon or stocks, that just means the stock is going to skyrocket. Oh no, I'm talking about in Reddit. Got the it. term to the moon means like let's make this big, let's make this blow up. So when they put it into Reddit in the Reddit sure. Wall Street, what are they? What's the Reddit thread? Wall, Wall Street, Street bets. Wall Street bets. When they said to the moon, it means make it skyrocket because to the, the moon, price yes the price yeah so on reddit if you're talking like i guess if somebody said to the moon on anything it could mean make it ha- make it popping or whatever but typically it means like price go up price go up yeah. so elon musk like tweeted that and then doge went up he hosted snl and the price of dogecoin went down i know i'm pissed and i'm just like oh i wonder why and that brought me to the question a lot of people were mad at elon musk for hosting snl saying that he was super rich and what is he doing and i just thought Okay, how are those two things correlated? Like, why are we mad at Elon Musk? He's just a nerd that wants to build rockets. Sure. And didn't he create PayPal? Yes. No, I don't think he created it. I think he 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 bought the domain for it. I are you sure? I think. Okay, but he he just made a lot of stuff. Like he's Did you just want me to look a, that up. Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. Elon okay. Musk, PayPal. I could have sworn. Uh, CEO of Tesla Motors is an entrepreneur, and business maker, founder. CEO and lead designer at SpaceX, uh, Tesla, blah, blah, blah. Okay, it's just, it's too long of a thing. Keep going. I'll he has a up. lot of kids. Yeah, he does. One of them's named like, like just symbols. <laughs> There's a, uh, anyways. Okay. Um, Sorry, I could have sworn, I'm not going to waste time finding this if it's not the first thing I see. But anyways, he's just a nerd that like wants to make things and build rockets and study space. And he's learned how to make money doing it. and really took advantage of the game that our wor- that our country has said we must play. And so I'm kind of like, can you be mad at Elon Musk for playing the game? Now, don't get me wrong. I also recognize that he is a white man and there are privileges that he has that not everyone else has. But is it productive to be mad at him or be mad at the system? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, and I, I think that was why Dogecoin, a part of, of why Dogecoin went down is because they were mad at him yeah. for hosting SNL. Pay, uh, Elon Musk was a co-founder of PayPal. There we go. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So uh, in regards to the whole like be mad thing, like I said this earlier, like I think there's just so many reasons to be mad right now. Like there's yeah. just so much conflict going on in the world. There's so conflict is like the perfect word, I think. And that doesn't even do it justice, really. Like. Uh, strife, hatred, death, uh, right. injustice. Like, there's so much going on around the world. To set your sights on Elon Musk just seems like trivial, really. Like, and not to, again, I feel like I get in these moments where I'm like, I'm, it sounds like I'm trying to be hyper woke or whatever. And I'm just not. It's like, first of all, this guy is a walking meme. Right. Like, he created, he's created flamethrowers and like priced things at like 420, 69. And I'm like, it's funny. Like, don't get me wrong. Like I I have a good time like laughing with him. And he's like, there's the meme of him like smoking weed on Joe Rogan's podcast or whatever. And like, that's just who he is. You know, like if if, it almost just seems like a waste of time hating this guy because he just doesn't care. He doesn't care. And I just don't think it, I just found that funny. I was like, oh, the price of Dogecoin reflected the anger. And I was like, I feel like we're, we're channeling the energy in the wrong place. Yeah. Like, to where now it's hurting us. Now uh, the Dogecoin is going down. I uh, see. It's so hard to point at like what happened with the Dogecoin thing, because, or like with correlating with him hosting Saturday Night Live, because it hit like seventy cents, seventy two, I think, before he was hosting. So yeah, it was, it was got pretty high. Uh, but he, um, 
everybody kind of knew that he was going to get up there and kind of make a fool of himself to some degree. Yeah. And so I saw this tweet that was funny. I think I mentioned this before or something, but like imagine being like a Tesla worker who's like worked at a factory for like 12 hours. That's what I was saying. Yeah. Yeah. Like a broken backed worker. And you like heat up your microwave dinner and you turn on the television. Your boss is in like a Wario costume. A Wario in like in a fake courtroom skit. And you're like. Like this is my boss. So I mean that like I, I know that when. You know, there's a whole commentary on this, but like when you get in front of America and you are doing comedy, you're not taken as seriously right. and your shareholders will respond to that. Yeah. And the, anything that you have put value into will then decrease like Dogecoin. So interesting. It hasn't recovered fully. Sorry. It hasn't really? re- recovered fully. Yeah. It's at 47. I mean, it's kind of been fluctuating between like 52 and like 48 and stuff like that. So yeah, now it's like it's hard. All because of SNL. Yeah, again, I don't know if it's all because, it, it, like, everybody knew that when he was going on SNL, the price was going to dip. I should have sold and then rebought, but I didn't, and I should have. I don't know why I didn't. No, because you bought it at, what, three cents? Yeah, so- but you, it's just like, have you ever heard of, sh- you know what short selling is? Mm-hmm. It's like basically that. Oh, okay. Or, sorry, not short selling, day trading. You just kind of like short selling a little bit. Kind of. I mean, the day trading thing is like you just have to be on it. Like on people's full time jobs are day trading. You yeah. just like you're in and out. Dangerous. You're in, out. you're in and out. Dangerous game. And you could lose thousands in a yes. second. That's yes. what. That's why I'm just like I set it to auto sell at a certain price, and I'm just like, all right. Whatever. Where it will not, it will sell when it hits what a dollar, like ninety cents. Ninety cents. Because here's the other thing: if it doesn't, like, let's say it's on like a steep grade and it's just like moving fast. Maybe it'll hit a dollar, you know, like it, it's like yeah. 80, 85, 90, 95. And then it just keeps going like the train isn't stopping. Yeah, it might hit a dollar. But if it's kind of a slow creep and it's like teetering back and forth between 91, 92, 93, people are going to start selling. So I have an auto set for 90. Interesting. Yeah. I got to get on. I got to get on this. What we do you talked use? about this weeks ago. Okay. So oh, God. I feel like now I'm interviewing you on this. Okay. I talked really heavily, I think, on the last one. But my interview question is, for someone who's wanting to buy Dogecoin or any sort of cryptocurrency, which app would you suggest? First of all, I don't think you're d- talking enough because I feel like I talked too much last episode. So I'm sorry about that. Yes. But we also had Cedric and he's a good friend of yours. Yes. So it all evens out. Yes. All comes out in the wash. So, yes. Um, I use Binance. Okay. US. That's what I have. But I just found out that Binance is in trouble because they got, they're like under investigation for like laundering money for criminals. <laughs> no. Yes. Why does that make me want to like use them more? I'm like, oh, they're I mean, because I think they're, I think they're based in the Cayman Islands and it's the wild west out that there. That is a red flag. If you are based in the Cayman Islands, you are up to no good. Yeah, pretty much. Especially when International water. Money. Yeah. So. I've always wanted to have like a secret account in the Caymans just because like that just that like, just smells rich. Yeah. Like when you somebody says rich. like the words offshore bank account, you're like, I want one. I want one. I want an offshore bank account. Just it, put five bucks in it. Just put a hundred bucks. Yeah. Like like I always tell people, I always make the joke like whenever somebody's like, hey, you want to go to lunch? I'm like, yeah, let me move some money around. <laughs> I want to move some money around in my offshore bank account. I didn't think that would be so cool to just be like, oh, yeah, I've got some money in the Caymans. I just got to I got to liquidate some things. Yeah. And it's like five dollars. I got to liquidate my Lincolns. That was good. I just came up. with Was that, that self-soothing? Yes. I just came up with that. Liquidate my Lincolns. That was good. <laughs> that was good. I swear. That was good. That was, a good that was so good. That wasn't was it? Good <laughs> It was not good. Let me be the one to tell you that was not good. I'm sorry. Oh, I have nothing else really that I wanted to cover. I just wanted to talk about crypto coin 
Um, oh, CryptoCoin. Cryptocurrency? Bitcoin? <laughs> now you're just throwing out buzzwords. Bitcoin. Blockchain. Blockchain. Ether. <laughs> Ethernet. Dogecoin. Elon. <laughs> SpaceX. <laughs> PayPal. <laughs> uh, I mean, no, I don't have anything else, really. Uh, I mean, anymore. It's like a tech-savvy episode, but... You know, Bill Gates, we talked about that a little bit last episode. Bill Gates yeah. is on the market again. Yeah, I, I want to do more research on that because I'm very fascinated mm. by rich people. Yeah, Which, man. Yeah. I mean, we're pastors. We're always going to be fascinated by rich people, but never be one of them. Dude, I'm going to be mean. a rich person when I, when I uh, write all my books. That's how they do it. Write all your books. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to write a book. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, And like yeah. 30% of it's going to be like do it yourself, like just lines, like pages with like lines in it. Write your own book? Yeah, exactly. Take a deep breath. It's just reflect a journal on your at life. that point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, like, questions. And that's going to be the title of the book. Like, what's your journal? Or write write your own story. What's your story? Yeah, what's, what's your, story? your story? And it's just a blank page. 100%. After. It it's starts with, be, Dear Diary. Yeah, And then 100%. that's it. That's it's going to be write. 12 chapters. And, like, four of those chapters are just going to be blank pages. Blank pages. <laughs> and the rest are just, like, the photo, yeah. photo collections of, like, yep. you and your family. Yeah. That's good stuff. Yeah, no, but I'm fascinated by rich people. I think that, and not like rich, like you have like an elevator in your house or like you own a nice car. I'm talking like sickeningly rich to where your life, where you, you have no. Money's no object. I'm sorry. I almost died. Money's no object. Money's no object. Like we can't even get it. It's such a foreign concept to us. We stutter over it. But like where money is no longer a thing that you even really think about. Yeah. Like Jeff Bezos, I think at one point there was like a a thing that said he could buy um like a million dollars was equivalent to like a couple of cents. Yeah. Like his wealth was just well, there was he a, does he would never live long enough to spend it. There was a famous quote about Bill Gates, like even when I was young, like if Bill Gates was walking down the street and there was uh I've heard this a hundred dollar bill, hundred dollar bill on the ground. He would make more money just keep just to keep walking. He would lose money, yeah, yeah taking the stop. time to pick it up. Yeah, but I wonder, like, what what would you do? What would your life look like hmm. if you had billions of dollars? Not millions of dollars, but like, what what's the first thing you would change? My hairline. <laughs> Seriously, would you go in and like? Yeah, hundred percent. I would get the Matthew McConaughey treatment, no joke. Like, because if you saw him when he first started in Hollywood, it was like he was struggle busting a little bit, really, a little bit. And then, like, you look at him now and like, God dang, I want to link him just based off my hair, yeah, or his hair, mm-hmm. yeah. Seriously, I mean, <laughs> Matthew McConaughey is a little bit of a meme too, but he's funny and he's got great hair. Like, seriously, I used to have the best hair, and I don't know why we're talking about this. <laughs> you talk a lot about your hair because it, it used to be thick, okay, with two C's, and now. I it's like you could see through it, and I'm sad about that. It's not as bad as you think. You're so hard on your hair. I am. It's just hair. I've how far I've fallen. I'm the shell of a man that I used to be. <laughs> no, I would get, honestly. This sounds really vain, I'm and maybe it is man. to a certain degree. But there would be a couple things that I changed. I wouldn't do like lipo or anything like that. I think that you could get your body right and tight on your own. <laughs> but like the hair and my teeth, I'd get my hair and my teeth done. Interesting. Yeah. You know, those those aren't like exceptionally expensive. No, they're not. Could, but, but those I mean, are the like, first things. Well, am easily... I just gonna go? You know, right. Drop a drop a couple thou on new teeth and yeah, new yeah, hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like the first thing you would do. 
I mean, pr- probably, yeah. Wow. That's and a new house. Yeah, obviously. I was gonna say uh, we'd get a, a uh, like a big house. I'm not talking about you and your husband, or that's how not uh, that's how I interpret it. I'm talking about like what would you do? Oh, like not as like a unit. Yeah. Like, what would we do? Obviously, new house. Oh, I don't know. I'd still like a uh, uh, like a really nice, lush, welcoming party house. Like that would just be. Like a like a um like a like oh. a TikTok hype house like lots of bedrooms lo- big kitchens big living rooms where like we could just have people over mm. all the time, that's like one of the first okay. things I would do. Okay. Um, I I think the next thing I would do and as nerdy as this sounds, I was I would invest the rest, probably. You are the most boring person. I know. I, swear. I know. People always say that when I get asked this question, I'm always like, yeah, I would invest. A hundred percent. That's really boring. What would you? What's the other thing? So your hairline. Uh, house anything crazy because those things also don't seem super intense to me no uh let me see i would car i'm not a huge car guy me either that's not a surprise though i drive a prius yeah uh you basically drive like a fancy lunchbox (laughs) (laughs) i uh no, I would get all new podcast equipment for us. Ooh, yeah. And a really cool set. Yeah, 100%. We'd go all out. That's yeah, how much we'd love 100%. this podcast. If we were billionaires. Oh, 100%. I would do new podcast equipment because I love, like I said, yeah. I love technology. Yes. I love technology. I would, I would give you money I to buy us new equipment. I love technology. But I still love technology. <laughs> Always and forever. That was good. Thank you. We should review that I movie forgot to someday. put in the crystals. That That's my favorite part. Um, Eat the food, Tina. You're so good at impressions. Just give him a dang quesadilla. <laughs> Just a dang quesadilla. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I would, honestly, I would try and start, like, I would probably quit my day job. Yeah, 100%. I'm out of here. Wow, that didn't take much. You pulled it <laughs> You pulled it a scab. I say that because I, our boss just walked in. I literally was like, I'll prob- I would probably move on from my day job. Oh, yeah, easy. I out would quit here. so fast. <laughs> Um, and I would honestly try to start acting. No. I would. No way. I would. I would love it. Would you really? I would love to act, seriously. What? Why is that surprising to me? I don't know. Is that surprising? Let me think. Can I see you? I could maybe see you acting. I just, it never crossed my mind. See, here's I, th- the- I thought of you as more of like a shy person when it came to that kind of stuff. No. I've, d- I've, okay, this is not like a, this is nothing. This means nothing. But like we used to do for our summer camp, we used to do like, uh, like, you know what human videos are? Yeah. Where it's like choreographed to dance. Like that's mm-hmm, one thing, mm-hmm. but we did like, so instead of like a, a full like play, it's not a play, but you know what I'm trying to talk sure, about? Like, yeah, like a skit, sketch yeah, yeah. kind of thing. You basically, we basically crafted a story with like- A one like, act. Right. But it was like on stage, but it was, we did this one, I did two of these where we filmed two and it was so cool where we blended on stage acts with videos that we- recorded so it was like a multimedia experience so it was like in-person broadway play and then also to like on-screen stuff that we had recorded previously so it was but almost like we were in a movie part. oh i love it loved it i would totally if, how did i not know this i mean I'm, we're in sacramento so there's it's not like prime time for acting yeah there's not a it's not a melting pot yeah for, no uh cinematic wonder but i'm not kidding you like because what we did with actually the second one was um we would like the main character would have like Thoughts kind of like Scrubs. Scrubs is one of my favorite shows. But like he would have little thoughts and the lights would go black when he had a thought and it would play on the screen. And oh my gosh, I'm not kidding you. It was probably one of the most fun experiences of my life. This is like, Like I have to process this. Feature length stuff. Probably like two hours worth. So you would would quit your job and pursue acting. Would you move to LA? I don't know. I kind of hate LA a little bit. Really? Not hate it. I would hate to live there. Sorry, I love LA. I would hate to live there. Maybe. 
I might just buy a plane and just commute, you know? Commute to work. What, why not? Have your like three hour commute. Why not? Two hour, I guess. I would love to act. I had no, now I'm excited. Now I'm like, we need to utilize this. Like, yeah. Have you do impressions or like act yeah. in settings? I don't know. I'm not going to lie. I think I'm hilarious. So I think. That, you are funny. You thank are funny. you. You know, but, hey, bro, gas me up. Thank you. You are funny. But I just didn't know that you liked to act because that's different. Like being funny is yeah. one thing. Yeah. Acting is a totally different ballgame. Would you do comedy acting or dram- dramatic acting? I would try and do all of it, all the above. Action? Oh, yeah. Easy. If wow. they were like, hey, bro, this we is... want you to do MI, MI8, I would do it, 100%. As long as you don't get yelled at by Tom Cruise. If they were like, hey, bro, we're looking for phase five of Marvel characters, I'm like, down, down, down. Oh, 1,000%, down. How? So, like, memorizing lines and stuff, that doesn't oh, intimidate 100%. You. So much fun. Down. Okay, can we do like a table read of something next yeah, time? Yeah, of course. And you'll act. I'll try my best, but like I want to yeah, see you act. 100%. I'll get a table read. I'll get Dimitri to like print us out something. I think he has access to like yeah, some, totally. some stuff. I'm down. Okay, that's what we're doing in our next episode. I'm so excited. We're going to do a table read. Okay. Wow. <laughs> How did I not know this? I don't know. I mean, I. it's not something where I think it's, I don't talk about it a lot because it's not something to where it's like realistic. You Wait, know? did the camera just go off? It did. I think I don't talk about it very much because it's not something that's like realistic, you know, like I don't one, mm-hmm. I love what I do already. Sure. You know, I love being a pastor and stuff. I love helping people. I really do. Um so interesting. But also like uh you know, like I said, what am I gonna just pop down to LA to do like a part an audition like, for like a Colgate part commercial? Yeah, yeah. That I probably won't end up getting because there's thousands of people who right. are trying to get right. these roles or make it into you know Hollywood, and then the other part of it too is like honestly it messes with people. So like I don't yeah. want to. I yeah. I really do. I'm loving who I am, and I don't ever want to come back and be like, oh hi Savannah, I remember when we used to do a little project together. Oh how silly, how silly we were. <laughs> You're like the star of some big time yeah. movie. But that but you do you are a a pastor, so you could yeah. when you preach and teach that kind of you, is that not like a place where you can utilize those skills at all of like. Yeah, I mean, Talking. honestly, just being entertaining is like, that's what yeah. I, I like to be entertaining, you know, like even like conversations about technology. Like, I hope today, like it was like interesting yeah. to listen to, yeah. you know what I mean? I think that uh, we could go down a whole rabbit hole on this, but I think there's an art to conversation. Yes. And just to like holding someone's attention while you're talking, mm-hmm. you know, like you could be talking about painting a wall, but if you're doing it in an interesting way i'm here for it you know right, i am here right. for it there is an art to it yeah totally wow. i think there's an art to finding why someone would be interested in what you're talking about you know like yeah how does this apply to you kind of find the the connection that yeah. you can then have a dialogue about yeah. and so there is not so much acting but yeah. preparation and an awareness yeah. of what you're saying like this building computers remember when we talked about building computers oh yeah like, i mean it, it's fascinating fun to do but like nobody you're not going around being like, hey, have you heard about building computers? Right, right, <laughs> you know? right, right, right. right. <laughs> this is so interesting. Okay, we're going to do a table read in our next Great. Um, podcast. Great. I'll get Demetric to print one out. Love um, it. I don't know if you need like the rights to that or something. No, I think you can actually access the scripts for movies online. Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay, I'm going to pick one. I'm, I, uh, <gasps> I'll pick one and you pick one. Big warning. What? I probably won't be good. What do you mean? I'm just saying, like, I'm not me. a trained actor. Right, but you'll be better than me. Wh- so that's going to be what some metric? Calls. I don't know. I'll suck. Like, and I will too. <laughs> this is gonna be fun. Oh, what? What? Wow! Next episode is gonna be lit. You want to be an actor? You're gonna be great. <laughs> That's not how that okay, works. Okay, <laughs> I'll pick. I'll pick one. 
What, dude? You want to be an actor? That means you. You've you got must like. Must be good. Yeah, your head and your head and shoulders above the competition. Come on. You want to be an actor? I don't want to be an actor. I have no desire. I tried it in middle school. It was not my forte. Mm. I was told many times that I should not pursue that, and so I did not. But I will. P- I will pick a skit, and you pick one, like a, a scene, like a few minute scene. Okay. Okay. Don't tell me what you pick, and I won't tell you what I pick. Okay. No preparation. Okay. We're coming in hot. Also, it would be really fun to be a voice actor, too. I could see you doing that. That would be really fun. I actually just did a voiceover for something. For what? For- Who do you um, know? How do I get to know these people? No, it was- I did it voluntarily because they did something for me, um, for like my brand, and so I was doing something for oh, them. Oh, my brand. You know, love. It it's was, like my no, brand no, no, no. It was, um, It was for a charity and their organization, and so their commercial, they needed someone to do the voiceovers, and I think I was actually pretty good. Okay. I, I it was surprising. You know what? It's like when I did archery and I like nailed it and I was like, whoa, nice. I'm good at this. Like, yeah, because you're uh, like Meredith from Brave. Right. I think that's naturally what it was. But <laughs> If it, like, you could change your fit. That's the table <laughs> right now. <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. It's like you can't help it. If you could that's change your fit. That's the, that's the read I'm going to have you do. If you could change your fit, would you? <laughs> it doesn't have to be that hard to talk. To strain yourself, but archery <laughs> and voiceovers were two things that I was surprisingly good at. You literally could have been Meredith from. Please, can you just try that for me, really quick? <laughs> okay, what is it? How, do it again. If you could change, <laughs> it sounds really. Isn't it softer? She's like, if you could change your fit, isn't it like softer like that? I don't know. I just she's not picture, like, if you could change your fit. Like that just sounds like you're if you freeing could, yourself. It's like just the Scottish accent. Like really, it's rough. You got to get really into it. I am if Scottish. you could change your fate, would you? Would you? <laughs> Take a shot every time Trent says, Oh my God. That's like one fate. of my favorite lines from oh, anything, really. Oh gosh. One of the most memorable lines, truly. I'm trying to think of my favorite line from something. And I, I don't think it's my favorite, but it is up there. We mentioned Hot Rod a minute ago. Yeah. It's uh, the bathroom here is nuts. Yeah. Or I'm green with jealous rage. <laughs> Those <laughs> are my two favorites. There's um. There's a line from Scrubs, which makes me laugh every time I hear it. And uh, I can't remember the... So he's talking about, like, basically... Have you seen Scrubs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of my favorite episodes is when he's riding his scooter, and he goes into a puddle, and it, like, takes him into this under underwater, <laughs> like, waterway system. And he goes, uh, <laughs> he goes to the janitor, and he's just talking about random stuff, and he goes... um. Did you know that there was like an underwater like waterway underneath the hospital? And he's like, did you meet Nathan? The, did you meet Nathan like the underwater manatee? And he's like, we didn't have time. He's like, we didn't have time to exchange pleasantries. And he goes, that's Nathan. <laughs> Just like <laughs> the explanation you needed to explain that quote ruined it the whole quote was that's nathan i'm sorry and it needed five minutes it of explanation is, oh god it's just so funny like uh, anyway sorry that was it cracked me up though. anyways i think we're done here are we done yeah we're done <laughs> we're hanging on by a thread we were hanging on by a thread before we started yeah we were now we made we're, it though did we i hope so Anyways, that's going to be our show today episode seven episode seven that is done three done. more we should do something big for ten we should do something big for ten Party hats, champagne, the whole thing. The whole thing. New mm-hmm. setup. Yep. We'll always again. have it again. Yeah, I was going to say, that's just going to happen. New setup every episode anyways. Yeah, dude, you're going to New York. You're going to have going a blast. What are you doing there? Uh, it's my sister's graduation. Congrats. And then sister. we're going back to LA 
for Dee's birthday and to see family that we have not seen since the pandemic. That's the thing about living in Sacramento. It's like we don't know anyone. L.A. Man, big time. You know, hopping off the plane at LAX. Yeah, with some dreams in a cardigan. Are you? (laughs) You gonna bump right over that one? Um, Are you gonna? How much time are you spending in New York? Like four days. Oh, okay. But I, that's Enough where to I, party? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I would literally, the clubs are open in New York. I don't know if you are guys you know this. Are you going? Yeah. To the clubs? Oh, is this, okay, is this where now I, you learn something new about me? Okay. Are I'm you a, clubbing? I'm a big clubber. Like, Whoa, I will, no way, yes, really? It, like, in college, I was the one that would stay out till like 4 a.m., come up when the sun was coming up, sleep all day. Just like messy. Just like I, hair's not. But here's done. the thing: I don't Heels drink. Heels in hand. But here's the thing: I don't drink. Never have okay. because of obvious reasons that I'm sure we've gathered on this podcast. Mom stuff. He's just not. Hashtag mom my family's stuff. track record with alcohol is not Got great, it. so I don't drink. But I do like to party, and so um, I. Like I know for party. a fact you don't like to party. <laughs> and so, uh, yes, I have researched and I have. Um, figured out because all the clubs have changed all the like places have changed since i last lived there yeah you know new york club culture is like it's there for a year maybe six months and then it's gone and it's now a new club um and so yeah we're totally going my sister is 21 now so she'll be able to get into like some good clubs it's not like last time when i went this club's great what I said this club's great. That's like literally you. Yeah. (laughs) Picturing you. You have no idea. Okay. I, (laughs) I, I feel like you have a a misunderstanding of who I am because you only see me in this environment. Oh, what are you? Just some new creation? Like a phoenix rising from From the the ashes? A hundred percent. When you hit the club? When I hit the club. I just. No, no, no. Just like in, in general, (laughs) there is a side of me that is not like I, there's, this sounds so bad, but like. This is not me. I like how you like lowered your voice. I never know if like someone's going to get the wrong impression, but like there's the pastor side of me and then there's the person side of me. Mm. And like the pastor side of me is always has to have the pastor hat on. Like I'm listening, I'm hearing, I'm serving, I'm constantly serving, pouring into others. And then there's the side of you that's like, okay, I'm off duty. I'll always be like myself and have my moral standings. Nice little predication. You know, I'll always have my moral standings. I'll always be a pastor. But but I'm not, I'm not in the mode of like, okay, now I need to listen to people and theologically unpack things. I'm like, I'm doing what is like fulfilling and like fun for me. Which is what? Dancing. Okay. The night away. Okay. Um, staying out super late, live piano bars, uh, karaoke, yeah. restaurants, like give me, uh, the- Oh, while well, d- not drinking. Yeah, I don't drink. Impressive. Never drank. The one time I did drink was when I was, all of my drinking has been when I was under the age of 10. Let me explain. Oh my. First one was when I was three and I accidentally took a sip of my mom's margarita. The second wow. time was when I went to communion and it was at an Episcopalian church and it was real wine and I took a sip, threw it back and then spit it back out. Mm. Because I was expecting grape juice. And then the third time was a similar incident where mm. I accidentally took a sip of someone's drink. That's good. That's our show today, guys. By the way, I've only had drinks under the age of 10. <laughs> Anyways, like, I'll be in New York hitting nice. up the clubs. It's going to be super fun. Wow. I know you're pretty Club? jealous. I, I'm, I'm not necessarily jealous, but I'm surprised. Mm. I'm shocked. Is it a surprise? Yeah. Like, I was in a rock band, worked for Metallica. You None were of in this. a rock band? Yes. What was the name? This is a conversation for another day. Or when we turn the, okay, we're turning what? this off. We're turning off the camera, but that can't be a huge surprise. I didn't like, know you were in. A, I know you worked with Metallica. Yeah, and ACDC. Yeah, two of my favorite bands. Yeah, I didn't. Can't kn- be. I you didn't can't work that. for those bands and then not be like into a little bit of the club scene. 
No, I'm not. I'm, not, I'm more so focusing on the fact that you were in a band yourself. What'd you play? That's our show today, ladies wait, and gentlemen. Wait, wait. <laughs> we'll talk about it off camera. Oh, why is this? Is this juicy stuff? No, no. I just. We. I don't want this to turn into. <laughs> <laughs> this is so good. We like Bitcoin, blockchain, Elon Musk. By the way, I'm in a rock band. Take care, guys. See you next week. <laughs> I was in a few bands, and I also um, was just, like, into music. I was into the music scene. I think working for Metallica opened a lot of doors and helped me kind of <laughs> enter the scene of music. And it was just fun. Like, it was not never planned to be my full-time job. It was just fun. It was, like, a yeah, fun— Yeah, hey, bro, I'm trying to get to—you asked me about acting for, like, ten minutes. I'm trying to ask you a little bit about rock band. You're like, why are we getting personal? <laughs> I've had— I, I don't know why I get so weird about it. I think it's because it was, like, not something that, like, I meant to, like, be a whole thing. I just did it for fun. Like I You asked being... me a whole line of questions about nothing that ever has happened before. I want to do these things, yet haven't done them. You've done some of these things that you're talking about. And you're just like, I can't talk about this. This will be off screen. No, I just, it's not that, I gotta be clear. Like, it's not because I don't want to talk about it. It's simply because I didn't want this to turn into, like, the Savannah show where, like, I'm suddenly talking about Savannah, me. for the last two episodes, I've talked for probably... 80% of them. This is true. Yeah. Yes. I was in a few bands and did demos mm. for record companies for like when an artist would come in and they would want to wow. have a song. So like if like, uh, I'm just making this up. I don't know who the songs were for, but if like Ariana Grande came into the studio and they were like, hey, we've got this sick track for you. Well, no, no, it's my name, Ariana I Grande. did not do them for Ariana Grande. That's just an, uh, an example. Sure. But like she would come into the studio and like someone would play a song for her that she might want to do. Well, someone's got to be singing it for the first round. I would do those. I would sing the demos that, that records companies would or studios would give to artists got it. to see if they would want to record. What's the most famous song that you demoed? I don't know. I never really kept up with them. I don't know what. I want to. So if like Thank You Next came up or whatever? No, 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 no. And it was in like 2016. So like if. Staring at the blank, blank page, page before you. <laughs> like a little known song. You know, uh, no, and it was in 2016, but then the cycle of those songs sure. was really long. So, yeah. like, it wouldn't make it to someone's pitch until, you know, a year later. And sure, then from sure. there, they've got to record it, and then it's got to go on their Yay! album. So, it could be two or three years. Man, we could go into a whole other episode about this kind it's of stuff. It's a whole other. I know, and my my family, too, fun fact, has no idea that I, like, did all of this. Wow. They think that I, like, just went to school for ministry, and, like, they, it's it's information that is out there. Yeah. They are just, like... Yeah. Are like, nah, you're just a pastor. Yeah. And I'm like, Wait. well, nice, dude. Way more on that later. Way more on that. We got to spend some see. time on that. Sit what do you mean it. we shall see? Yeah, I come back the next episode. I'm in a leather jacket, black nail polish. <laughs> just like. Hey, guys, rock. just got back from New York. Nothing big. Just, you know, did some demos. <laughs> I really found myself again. Yeah. Your, your like, whole face is like tatted. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty wild, the club scene. Didn't drink, though. It's like Didn't believe drink. is on your forehead and like script fun. <laughs> <laughs> that will not happen. I'm still me. This is real. This is me. I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. Really coming full circle. Demi Lovato first episode, yeah. Demi Lovato seventh episode. So here we go. Are we done here? Uh, like if I you want to be. You sound like you're like, you. it feels like you're in detention right now. And you're like, can I just go home now? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't my I hate it when people over talk about themselves and you like, have done that to me though you have made me talk about myself for like 20 minutes this episode but I don't <laughs> I I have a fear of coming across as self-centered oh well let me just squash that fear you are but that's okay 
I am too. <laughs> no, I have this constant fear that when people meet me for the first time, they're going to be like, gosh, she would not shut up about herself. No, you don't do that. But I, it's a constant fear that I'll never get over. Okay. So anytime people ask me about myself, I try and make brevity as key. I try and be short and sweet. Keep them, like, let it be interesting, but never talk to the point where it's fatigued. Yeah. I'll always tell people, I'm like, I'll keep talking if you keep asking, but just l- let me know when it's boring. <laughs> I'm the opposite where I'm like, you will have to pull things out of me. Uh, and it clearly, comes across like this I'm was hiding painful. something. I was like pulling teeth for you. Like, it hey, you're in a rock band? Them. Yeah, no big deal. It's fine. Next. And that looks suspicious. Yeah, it does. It's just that I, I have a fear of people being like, God, shut up, Savannah. No, like, no, nobody thinks that. What We're doing a podcast. If nobody, if, if people yeah, don't want to hear you, they can- Yeah, I love to hear myself talk. Yeah. yeah, they can turn you're right, it off. You're right, you're right. But still, I just, I don't know. It's a fear. I've got to get over it. So maybe this podcast will help me get over that fear. <laughs> well, dope. I met someone new the other day and I was like, I will not shut up about myself. Like, I can't stop. And so Who I, was it? I, it was like a new friend or something. Her name, Ariana. Who? You know, Ariana Grande. <laughs> Like, <laughs> yeah, I was talking to Ariana, and I could just not shut up. Yeah, it's crazy. Me and Kim were just like chopping it up. Wait, who? Oh, Kim Kardashian. Oh, we're on a first name basis. I don't know if you know crazy. her, but uh, no big deal. Anyway, I'm yeah, we're cool chopping like it up. No, I just I found myself. They kept asking me questions, and I was just like, Oh God, like this is gonna come across so egotistical because they keep asking me questions, and then I have to keep answering yeah. them, and then I can't ask them any yeah. questions. It's a whole thing. You want to know it's going to come across egotistical? What? The fact that we've been saying we're going to end this episode for 20 minutes. <laughs> we can't shut up. I know. <laughs> that is our show. Officially the end. Officially. Officially the end. We will see you next week. I, we will be in different outfits by then. Yep. I know we've had the same outfits for two episodes yep. now, but just look past it. We will be better next time. Next time. Have a great week. Peace. Peace.